Hey everyone, grace and peace to you all from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Today is Monday, April 6th, week four of Shelter in Place. And I want to remind you, and I want to remind myself, that we are sheltering out of love. Love for our neighbor, love for the vulnerable, and love for our fellow humans that we have to share this world with. Yesterday, I had a breakthrough. I typically don't like that word because I honestly, it really doesn't really happen to me that often. For me, normally I change gradually and only realize something was profound or something profound happened to me like a week or two after it happened. But this was not the case yesterday. I had a breakthrough. Yesterday I woke up to pray, and to be honest, my times of prayer have been quite difficult. I typically just sit in silence these days, trying to practice and realize my union with God. And at the end of my time, it ends as profound as it began, in silence. Meaning, I don't hear anything profound from God these days. But yesterday, God gave me some insight. He held my hand through a journey within to show me some things that were out of order, and I'm really grateful. To do that, he's been using this book I bought a couple months ago. It's called The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse by Charlie Maxey. I was at a monastery at the beginning of February, and this monk who was behind the bookstore counter was laughing out loud, reading something, and then tearing up. And of course, I had to walk up to him and ask him what he was reading. And he showed me this beautiful book and said that I had to get it. And so I did. Now, they didn't have the book at their bookstore, so I bought it online and I started reading it when I got home. This little book has been so profoundly moving. The first week I had it, I read it at night before I went to bed. Then I read it to Ashley as we were lying in bed. And then I started reading parts of it in the morning as a devotional, allowing it to lead me to prayer. And this is where I pick up from yesterday. I was in silence and kindly and slowly God was reciting some of the things I've been telling myself lately. Like, I've been telling myself, it feels like I'm replanting the church right now. I've been telling myself, I have all this creative church planting energy again, and I'm afraid of it. And so as I was reciting these things, as they were coming up in my mind, I just allowed myself to think, why am I thinking these thoughts? And then I started asking myself, why am I afraid of this energy that I have, this church planting energy, I'll call it. Um, If you didn't know, I planted Reality San Francisco uh, with a a group, a small group of people 10 years ago. So it's our 10 year anniversary in this last January. And so all of this church planting energy is coming up for me again as we're learning church in this new way. So why was I afraid of this energy? I've been so afraid of it. And then I heard these words, prove yourself. Those words were not from God. Not words that come from my life in Christ, nor are they words I've said to myself explicitly. So I sat with these words. And slowly, because these things take time, God was showing me that those words were smuggled into all this energy I've been feeling. And actually, the anxiety under the energy was an anxiety that I had to prove myself during this time. Prove I can do this. Prove I can pivot. Prove it can lead. And that was not from God. And God was saying to me, I can let that go now. 
The boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse opens with a simple and endearing drawing of a boy saying hello to a mole. And then the boy bends down to meet the mole's eyes. And then the boy picks up the mole to meet him face to face. The first words in the book are the words spoken by the mole to the boy as the boy holds him up. I am so small, said the mole. The first words of this book is anxiety under all our energy. They are words of insecurity. They are words of fear. They are words of panic. They are words of how we feel in this great big world that we can neither tame nor control. I am so small. I am so insignificant. I am so vulnerable. Henry Nouwen would call this self-rejection. He writes in one of my favorite books of all time, The Life of the Beloved. He says, self-rejection is the greatest enemy of the spiritual life because it contradicts the sacred voice that calls us the beloved. Being the beloved expresses the core truth of our existence. I am putting this so directly and so simply because though the experience of being the beloved has never been completely absent from my life, I never claimed it as my core truth. I kept running around it in large and small circles, always looking for someone or something able to convince me of my belovedness. It was as if I kept refusing to hear the voice that speaks from the very depth of my being and says, you are my beloved, on you my favor rests. That voice has always been there, but it seems that I was more eager to listen to the other louder voices saying, prove that you are worth something. Do something relevant, spectacular, or powerful. Then you will earn the love you so desire. The boy picks up the mole, and the mole, when he is seen that close for the first time, blurts out his self-rejection. I am so small. The boy says to him, yes, but you make a huge difference. Yes, but you are beloved. Yes, but I accept you as you are. What if we began to believe that truth shown to us by Jesus during Holy Week? That we are small, we are vulnerable, we are sinful and insecure, prone to self-rejection, yet even still, we are loved. We are the beloved of God. We are loved beyond compare, loved enough for us to be Christ's passion. Sit with that today as you pray and as you are with God. Peace be with you.